God. Amen. Characteristics is a feature or a quality belonging typically to a person, a place, or a thing, and are serving to identify that person, place, or thing. It's a distinguishing trait, quality, or property. Something that identifies a person, a thing, or class. Amen. So we're going to look at that a little bit this morning about the on the characteristics of God. I know many of us have been tried, it seems like, to the extreme. And it seems like we've had to hold on to the word of God like never, ever, ever before, knowing that God's word will not fail us. It will not fail us. He watches over his word to keep his word. I'm so glad. You know, and the word says that God honors his word even above his name. And that name is highly exalted. Amen. Above every name. But he honors his word above his name. My goodness, I can't depend on you all the time, and you can't depend on me all the time as far as our promises or what we say to each other. But I'm so glad that we serve a God that never changes. He said, I'm the Lord God, I change not. And we can keep and hold on to the promises of God. Amen. For the provision that God made for us. Amen. Amen. You know, I was thinking so lately about you know, after being tried, as so many of you have been, I was thinking about when the storm came up, the disciples were in the boat, and where was Jesus? The Bible says he was in the, the hinder part of the boat, asleep. And my goodness, the storm was raging. The waves were sloshing up against the boat. <laughs> the winds were blowing. And I can imagine maybe it even got dark, and there the disciples were in the midst of a terrible storm. But Jesus was asleep on a pillow in the hinder part of the boat. Wow, what did they do? They did what some of us need to do. Sometimes it seems like he may be asleep or maybe he's not hearing us, but the Bible says they woke him up. We can wake him up, folks. <laughs> he never sleeps, the word says, and he never slumbers. Uh, but to us sometimes, uh, it feels as though he is sleeping. But thank God he is in the boat. We're all in the boat uh, with Jesus. Hallelujah. And all he has to do is say, peace be still. Oh, my goodness, what manner of man is this, uh, that even the winds uh, and the seas obey him? That's the God that we serve. That's the Jesus that came to die for us, that we might have life uh, and that we might have life more abundantly. He wants to be a personal God. We can each hold him dear in our heart. We don't have to look at what's going on throughout the crowds out there, but he's a personal God. Amen. He wants us to have that relationship with him so that he can prove and show himself strong to us in every manner. Don't you love him today? Amen. Praise the Lord. But I thought about that, and then I thought, I remember it's a picture that's still so it's so vivid in my mind. I remember this one lady that had three children, and she had gone through a divorce. Things were awful in her life. But I remember seeing her walk down the street, 
and she had two little boys, kind of like these little beautiful little boys of Amanda, um, Mariah and Seth. And I remember she was walking fast, you know, and it was all they could do to try to hold on to her and keep up with her. There was trouble in their family, and these little boys were suffering, and they, they were desperate trying to keep up with their mother. And I thought, Lord, sometimes we kind of feel like that with you. But you know what? He won't outrun us. He won't leave us. And he won't forsake us. But he said, I'll be with you always, always, always. In every circumstance, in all walks of life, he will be with us. I'm so glad for that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. So many times we get discouraged and we feel defeated. And it seems like we kind of lose sight of all the promises that God made to us. But we have to remember that we have authority to stand on the word of God and claim our promises. I want us to look over at Romans chapter 4. We're going to read a little right there in chapter 4. Let's look at verse 17. It says, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations, talking about Abraham. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against hope believed in hope, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. And not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body now dead, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. This is the part I want us to look at. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God, and being fully persuaded, let's say that, fully persuaded um, that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. And therefore, it was imputed unto him for righteousness. He was fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. And it looked like it was impossible to the natural mind. There was no way they could have a child. 100 years old, 90-something years old. But you know what? God said it, and God did it. Amen. And we have to be fully persuaded as a, at what God says. Look, let's look over at, um, let's see, let's look over at Second Peter 1, 2 Peter 1 and 3. <coughs> the scriptures to back up what I feel like God is saying to us this morning. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things, all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are we given unto us, are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in this world through lust, and beside this, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, and you go on there. But he has given unto us great and precious promises, exceeding great and precious promises. Amen? 
So I'm so glad today that we can hold on to the promises of God. Exceeding great and precious. Think about those three words. Exceeding great and precious promises. Amen. That we might know the riches of his glory. Surpassing greatness of his power. Amen. Hallelujah, that we might know them. And that's what God wants us to know. And we know that God, we've been getting some good teachings. And uh, Sunday school, since we started back up, and Wednesday night, good teachings. Let's get in there and let's just get all we can. Amen. As the old saying is, you get all you can and can all you get. Amen. So we have to do that, especially in the hour and the day that we're living in. Amen. Praise God. So knowledge, we have to gain knowledge. If without knowledge, we just can't. We have to have. That's why the word says, and faith comes by hearing, and hearing the word of God. The more we hear, the more we receive, the more our faith is built up. Amen. So knowledge uh, in the Greek means to fully perceive, to notice attentively, and to recognize. Praise the Lord. Once we've obtained the divine knowledge of God, we can claim the promises of God which he'll stand by, for they are grounded in Christ. Amen. Second Corinthians 1 and, 20, 1 and 20 talks about the promises of God in him are yea and amen. No doubt, no in-between. They're either, they are yes and they're amen. And I'm glad that God watch over that, watches over that word to perform that word. Amen. You know, I have a little note here. Remember, God's promises are checks to be cashed, not mere mottos to hang on the wall. Sometimes that's what we do. You know, we might write it, you know, and put it on the refrigerator or on the wall or something. But we need to let it be a part of us. We need to allow it to become life to us. Amen? The words that I speak, they're spirit and they are life. Amen? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So God's promises are checks to be cashed. They're not mottos to hang on the wall. We're looking at some of the characteristics, and one of them is non-failing. God is a unfailing God. And we can find that over in 1 Kings 8 and 56. There's a scripture there that I want us to look at. Blessed be the Lord that hath given rest unto his people Israel according to all that he hath promised. For thou hath not failed one word of all his good promises which there hath not failed. One word, amen. I'm so glad of all the promises that he promised to Moses, amen. Not one word will fail. Now, we have the promises because we've been grafted in, amen. So it's for Abraham, the seed of Abraham. So we're grafted in. And number two, we're assured by the divine ability of God. And that's found over in Romans 4 and 21 that we just read and having um, and being fully persuaded that what he has promised, he was also able to perform. Amen. So we have promises. We have scriptures to back up what God said he would do. Scripture after scripture. Amen. I'm so glad that he said he was able to perform that. Ephesians 3 and 20. I know I'm giving you lots of scriptures this morning. Ephesians 3 and 20. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. And the third one is grounded in Christ. The promises of God in him, as we said, are yea and amen. 
grounded in Christ uh, unto the glory of God in us. And then they are infinite value. We can find that over in 2 Peter uh, 1 and 4, which I don't know if you want to. 2 Peter 1 and 4. I didn't write it down here, but anyway, they are, we're giving exceeding great and precious promises, the Lord tells us. And then the next one is culminate into everlasting life, everlasting life, life eternal, praise God. So these promises are for the Gentiles as well as for the Jews, which I won't get into a whole lot, but Romans 4 and 16 says, to the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to those only, as I just said, which is of the law, but to also those which are of the faith, the, the seed of Abraham, who is the father of us all, Jews and Gentiles alike. And I'm so glad for that. I'm so glad that he grafted us in. Aren't you glad for that today? Amen. So Galatians 3 is occupied with showing that the promises was conditional upon faith and not upon the fulfillment of the law. Well, you could teach on that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I'm so glad that we can be as Abraham. Hope against hope, the Bible says he believed. He believed. The promises of God are certain, but they don't all mature in 90 days. Sometimes we have to wait on the Lord, don't we? Yes. Wait on the Lord, and he'll renew our strength. Amen. I'm glad that we can know that he will come through for us. Maybe not right at the moment that we pray, at the exact moment that we utter a prayer to the Lord, but we can be assured that God watches over his word. He honors faith. You might say, well, I can't believe. Yeah, faith, we all have a measure of faith. To every man is given a measure of faith. We have that faith, and we, have, we can build that faith. We can build on the word of God, and our faith will increase more and more and more. I'm so glad. Hey, remember what Brother Schambach used to say? You can't use the things I use. Amen. You can't lose whenever we stand on the word of God. So we have some examples of the promises of God that we can stand on and we can claim. Um, we have a promise of an answer to prayer. He says, call upon me over in Jeremiah, one of Sister Gloria's favorites, I believe. She quotes it quite often. Call upon me, he said, and I'll answer you, and I'll show you great and mighty things, which you thought not of. Amen. And he said, I will do that. Then he tells us over in John 15 and 7, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you can ask what you will and what? And it shall be done. Amen. If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Then the blessings of the Lord over in Matthew 6 and 33. It says, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Praise God. Then comfort. Comfort. There's so much comfort in the promises of the Lord. Amen. Sometimes we have to rule fear out because it'll try to pop up and show its ugly head. But the promises of God, amen, give us comfort. Amen. Remember when he said to the little daughter that was uh, sick and God raised her up and he said, be of good comfort. Be of good comfort. Amen. Then longevity. I like that. <laughs> when we start getting older, we thank God for all the promises of longevity. And over in Kings, we can find the promises there. But he, he told Solomon, he said, if you will walk in my ways, I will lengthen your days. 
Amen. And that's what we're claiming. That's what I'm claiming. I know God has so much in store for the church. We're living in a time where we're about to see a manifested presence of God like never before. We're about to see the supernatural like never before. We are to an extent already, but I feel like God is about to prove, not that he has to, himself strong to a world that we're living in today where Satan has come in with great force. But God is about to show himself strong. And he'll do it through you and or through me. We don't have to be with a large group. We can have that personal relationship where God will be God and he'll show himself and he'll live big in us. We're his body. All we have to do is say, okay, Lord, here I am. I commit my life. I submit unto you and to your work and your hands, your feet, your eyes, your mouth. Amen. Hallelujah. And we just have to let him be God. And we can look more into uh, the examples of the promises that, that God uh, gave, gave to us. You know, um, when we pray, he says, ask, and prayers will be answered. He tells us to be obedient, and he'll move for us. Have faith, and he'll give us comfort. Be obedient. He'll give us longevity. Amen? work <laughs> he'll give us plenty hallelujah hallelujah spiritual progress comes with righteous living crown of life faithfulness wisdom um if we live a good life ask wisdom he said i'll give it to you liberally he will hold back from us he wants to give us a, he wants to give into his church the spirit of revelation and he wants to give us knowledge but he wants to seek him Amen. So when he says, seek me with all your heart, he said, and you'll find me. Amen. I just wanted to share those scriptures with you this morning. I want you to be encouraged in the Lord, knowing that God uh, will fulfill his word. He will bring to pass all the promises that he made to us. And when we simply believe him, he will bring it to pass. Amen. And he is still in the prayer answering service. And I'm so glad for that today. Amen. Thank you.